is Thursday morning. It is February the 16th. I'm first warning meteorologist Eric Burris. This is Coffee Talk. We get together seven days a week, chat about what's going on in the world of weather, sip our coffee together. <sighs> Lovely. Lovely, lovely day. All right. Hope you're having a great start to the day. I know I am. The weather outside, by the way, is outstanding. Let's take a live look outside. This is a look over at uh, Disney Springs. What a cool shot that is, right? Mix of clouds and sunshine. Temperatures, nice, comfy, cool. Yeah, there's a lot going on in the world of weather, though. Let me tell you, these next... A uh, couple of days. Really good stuff. Nancy, Marie, good morning to you. Pam, Debbie, Nikki, how are you? Ooh, Nikki's in New York City. Good morning to you. All right, well, here in Central Florida, the top two things we're monitoring, a lovely start to the day, but listen, it's about to get hot, and not just like a little hot, but a lot of hot, like a lot, a lot, a lot of hot. Can the pollen, Courtney's asking, can the pollen go away? Listen, if it could, I, I would love for that. Um, I have... Got that situation. Um, my son this morning had a few issues, so he's home with me. Um, and I'm pretty sure that it's just the post-nasal drip from all of that allergy stuff. So, good times. Are we having fun yet? Yeah. All right. So, we're going to be talking about the wonderful weather right now. And then in a couple of seconds, we'll talk about the big heat arriving. Here's a look at our first warning, live Doppler radar scanning around Central Florida. We are looking great. No rain whatsoever. 66 in Orlando, 64 degrees in Claremont, 59 outside in Wildwood. So it looks great, feels great. Love it. Yukon, good morning. Been an infrequent joiner, about to cut myself off social media for Lent. That's okay. We'll be here when you get back, okay? You do what you do. That's okay. And he says, February every year seems so bad with pollen. I would agree with that. As I'm over here still doing that whole thing. But at least we've got a little bit of rain in the forecast. It's not a lot, but it's a little bit of rain. Not today either, all right? And then into next week, boy, the pollen is really going to get going, all right? So let's talk about it. First off for today, 77 our 11 o'clock temperature, 82 degrees our 1 p.m. temperature, into the mid-80s by 3 p.m. Eric, you okay? Yeah. Just making sure, buddy. Love you. Jeannie says the pollen is atrocious. Oh, I would 100% agree. And it's it's like, it's lovely weather. But the problem is all of the sunshine has got the, 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 the flowers are blooming and everything's getting going, right? Yeah. Meanwhile, John says good morning. It's 19 here in Salt Lake City, Utah, but negative 9 in Heber just east of Park City at a lower elevation. Yeah, see, and, and that's the thing. Like, we could be dealing with that. But instead, we've got the allergens in place. So, you know, it's you got you got one thing or another you have to deal with. That's okay. So here's a look around Central Florida for today. 85 in Ocala, 85 in Orlando. Back over to the beaches, lower 80s. So it's not bad. It's not bad at all. Uh, Julie, Noah's supposed to be coming out to our home to find out why we have no weather radio reception in any of our... Oh, interesting. Well, let's get that taken care of for sure. Um, yeah. So today, nice and warm right? Which means maybe you'll want to head out to the beaches, right? Like I know it's, it's a lovely day for it. Water temperatures are a little chilly. 60s there. Water temperatures are in the 60s. Surf running about two to three. So that's not like the worst thing in the world, but 
you know, it's one of those things. Maybe walk on the sand. That's that's probably what I would do. Today's going to be a good day to go for uh, a round of golf as well. Temperatures climbing into the mid-80s this afternoon. Yeah. Brian, do you allergy sufferers use Zyrtec? I'm hearing good things. Fortunately, I'm... I You know, I've given the kids Zyrtec. I need to take it for myself, if I'm honest. I'm just not very good at it. But I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to start to take it. And then... I'll be good. Yukon, you made a joke about Eric finding Dave Marsh's old weather control center door in the archive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good times. All right. So temperatures are warming today. Here's the funny thing, though. This isn't even the warmest of the lot. Take a look at the overall weather pattern for today. Warmer temperatures. For tomorrow, even warmer temperatures until our next frontal boundary arrives. And that frontal boundary brings a few showers late tomorrow. And then we get into cooler temperatures for our Saturday and for our Sunday. And when we talk about warmer temperatures for tomorrow, we're talking about records. 87, the forecast high in Orlando. The record, 88. We're going to be in the ball club. Yeah. Sanford, 87. Forecast is 86. Probably going to get a new record there. Tying a record in Leesburg. Getting close in Daytona Beach. Getting even closer in Melbourne. So today is warm. Tomorrow is genuinely near record heat. Yeah. Big bubble of no trouble, they call it on the satellite. Well, they, somebody at some point called it that. But that's that's kind of the gist of it, right? Let me let me show you the overall surface map. You get the idea. High pressure blocking anything from making it here. There's the next storm system you could see uh, north of us and west of us. That cold front does eventually make it here. But here's what's interesting. So if we go back to tomorrow's forecast, right? We've got temperatures to near records, okay? And and by the way, 87 in Orlando would also be the warmest day we have seen thus far this year. I know I used this graphic yesterday on Coffee Talk. The warmest of the year has been 86. So for tomorrow, could have the warmest of 2023 and the warmest since before Hurricane Nicole moved in. Which is interesting because the weather pattern that we're in is identical to Nicole. In other words, that that November 6th is literally tomorrow in the cycling pattern, which I think is kind of funny, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so what happens then, and this is what's kind of interesting, is if we look at the surface map again, we're warm, we've got those showers, but I want you to watch off of our east coast, okay? I want you to watch out here. See that moisture there? That, believe it or not, is the part of the pattern referencing Nicole. It's not going to be big, this cycle around, but there's going to be some moisture hanging out off of our east coast, and that's Nicole uh, coming up on Sunday into Monday. So there's that. Uh, and then what's kind of interesting is, is if you look at how that brings our temperatures down a little bit, we're setting stage for an incredible weekend. Both Saturday, both Sunday, both days looking great. 70 for our high on Saturday. We're back to 80 on Sunday. Both are looking great. Then the temperatures start to go up into next week. And as a matter of fact, we get into some interesting stuff next week. Let's take a look at the numbers, okay? Tuesday, 86, the high temperature forecast. Wednesday, 88. Thursday, 89. We're talking about near record heat each and every day. And I would not genuinely, I would not be surprised if we make it to 90 next week. Let's just put this together. Central Florida certified most accurate seven-day forecast, okay? 
Um, by by late week, I would not be surprised. So again, let's just come back to the numbers, okay? Based on this, all right, let's talk about things. By Thursday, we could hit 89, all right? The last time that we hit 89 for a high temperature in the month of February is 2020, then 2013, then 2012, okay? Um, the warmest temperature that we have ever gotten in the month of February is 90 degrees, and that has only happened twice. There's only been two years in which we hit 90 degrees in the month of February, 1962 and 1935, okay? So I'm not saying that it's happening, but it's a possibility that come next week, we get that warm, which also means I'm probably going to turn the pool heater on next week and just warm it up that way we could get into the pool next week. I feel like the kids would like it. Beth says too soon. I mean, I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree. Nikki says we walked almost five miles yesterday, and that was after spending all morning on a plane. One benefit to my trips in New York City, I always get the exercise I don't get when I'm home. Yeah? Uh, Rosebud, it's too soon to turn on the AC. Does that mean record heat for summer? Look, at the end of the day, it just means we're in a bit of a warm stretch right now. Now, if we look at the GFS model for temperatures, you know, you can kind of see, though, this is the latest American model GFS. And, and, you know, we show this on TV on a seven-day forecast, but this is just the raw um, the raw model output. But you can kind of see, like, Saturday, Sunday, the temperatures drop a little bit. Then we're back into warm weather for our Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Then a brief cool down on Saturday. Then back to warmth Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. When you you kind of see, like we've got into early March, we've got some cooler days. But there's a whole lot of uh, warm temperatures there. All right. So for what it's worth, yeah. Brian says, I have a proud announcement for my favorite Facebook group. I've been selected to narrate a book for release in the audiobook realm. I won't say anything about the book until it's produced and released, but it's a good one. My first audition for my first book. Going to be a busy 2023 with racing, travel, and recording, editing. Stay tuned. That Brian, that sounds amazing, buddy. That sounds awesome. I feel like, I feel like you've got the voice and the personality for that. So sounds good to me. Love it. Congratulations to you, bud. Is the nice 60-ish weather over? I mean, we are closing in now on being without a month. Yeah. Being about a month from spring and, and these temperatures are on their way up. Um, another look at the GFS uh, just to show you the Nicole part of the weather pattern, which will be a part of our cycling. Here's that moisture coming in. Notice the 18th, 19th. It's kind of hanging off the coast. There it is right there. 19th, 20th. There's Nicole. And then it pulls away. Oh, so interesting. Oh, so interesting indeed. Yeah. Always interesting. Always interesting. Uh, I don't understand these people who turn off the air conditioner, Kenneth says. Apparently they like smoky pollinated air and more noise from their neighborhood. That's funny. Listen, I, I mean, I, I keep mine on. It, when it's cold, I'll pop over to heat, but like my air conditioner's on right now. I don't know if it's running this second, but it's, yeah, it's, it's on. But then again, I, yeah, I don't want, 
to open my windows for pollen to come in. I'll open them a little bit to air out the house, but uh, yeah, it is what it is. All right, Brian, weather history question. Long question. I expect nothing but long questions from you, Brian. You're very good at it. Based on the rainfall amounts only in relation to forward motion speed, what tropical storm hurricane had the most rainfall with the storm? What year was it? What was the storm name? Oh, see, there's too many elements to that, though. Because if you're talking about um, what location, right? If you're talking about rainfall amounts only, like in recent memory, obviously Irma put down a lot of rain, but Ian was absolutely, it was a 200-year flood in many locations. It was a 500-year flood in many locations. But if you want to dig to back deeper, Brian, Donna in other areas put down unbelievable amounts of water. That was back in 1960. So there's, there's the, that's the struggle is, is what location, what, you know... Remember, my coverage area is a very massive area. We go from Ocala to Flag to Marineland, uh, well, Citra Anthony Reddick to Marineland to basically um, um, the Sebastian Inlet all the way over to like the Kissimmee River slash Davenport area. It gets into a gray area there, but yeah. So there, there's, there's a lot of question marks to that. Nancy says, just received my first Tico bill after putting my solar panels on my house. The bill was $23.65. Ah, yes. Welcome to the club, Nancy. My bills are higher now because I have an electric car. Now I actually have to pay for electricity because I generate enough for the house, but not for the car. This is where I just need to get Wesh to put chargers in so I could charge at work. Wouldn't that be cool? Brittany says, going on a cruise to the Bahamas June 9th, hoping Nicole will not make a return that weekend. What'd you say, June 9th? Let me look. I'll look. I'm just, I'm not going to detail anything. I'll just give you a yes or no. Nicole? You should be okay. You should be okay should be okay what his forecast is already done you betcha the wesh.com article is already written what's funny is the headline i'll show it to you i'll show it to you you want to see it this is the wesh.com article what's funny is it's password protected because it's on the preview side of wesh.com <laughs> I'll show it to you. This is super nerdy and, and you can appreciate this. The headline, Do Not Publish, WESH 2, 2023 Hurricane Season Forecast. The 2023 Atlantic Hurricane Season. Yeah, it's there. Do Not Publish. Because I'm, I'm editing it, you know? I'm editing it. So it's, isn't that funny? 2023 hotspots. What? It's already written. What? I was telling Jeremy uh, yesterday, like, we're really ahead of where we usually are. Like, we're we're all really ahead. Graphics are built. The web page, I, I the web page, I'm just about done with. Manolfi read it yesterday. Like, we're we're really doing all right. We're really we're really in good shape. Eric, you okay? Yeah. All right, buddy. Love you. He's watching Pete the Cat right now. So, yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, Darius says, this winter was almost unnoticeable this year, and that's sad for me. You know what's so funny is I feel like we got so much winter around Christmas. You know? Beth, from just listening, I believe we'll be targeted again. Ah. Oosh. Oosh. Rosebud, June, really? You won't even give us a sneak peek of the hurricane forecast? I'm working on it. I'm finalizing things. I did. I just gave you a sneak peek right here. There's a sneak peek. I'm toying with you. It's because I want you to join us for Coffee Talk on March 1st. Beverly says you keep teasing us. Yeah, yeah. Taylor, you're going to make these people lose their minds. I mean, you know, a part of TV, a part of TV. You got to, you got to, you know... I've got to get it ready. I've got to get it perfect. It's it's like we're like 83% there. We're like 83% there. You only have to worry about the kids when they become too quiet, which is why I've, when I've noticed he's too quiet is when I've reached out to him. Yeah. Yeah. Weekend weather does look so nice. Yeah. The little bit of winter was well-timed. Now that, Brian, I would agree with. That I would agree with. I know a lot of people who already went crazy planting, and boy, do I have a lot to plant, but they're delicate, so I'm like, meh, whether or not. I wouldn't do it just yet, you know? Like, I, I haven't checked in my long-range monthly calendar here in a minute. Let's look. So here's February. So Nicole is coming in, it looks like, Sunday into Monday, so it's... I wrote Florida Severe. It looks like it's going to be offshore, which is fine. Okay. There's that little cooler. We saw that there. Let's look at March. There are several opportunities for cool in March. I'm not saying that they're going to be frigid, but there are several opportunities for cool in March. So I, I wouldn't be planting my, my, you know, I wouldn't be planting my really delicate plants just yet. For what it's worth, you know? Uh, Brian, has the Colorado State University and National Hurricane Center come out with their predictions yet, or is that what you're waiting for to tweak it? They come out with theirs way after me. My, I believe our first, I believe our forecast is the first hurricane forecast of the year. We do it every year, March the 1st. And if somebody wants to beat us, that's fine. I don't care. But I'm telling you, March 1st, I believe that's, I know that's before Colorado State. I know that's before NOAA. Yep. So the peak into hurricane season shows history repeating. Ah, Terry, that's correct. That's correct. <laughs> Rosebud says a rough draft is acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> Becca says got a screenshot. Look, if you can discern from what that screenshot shows, then then you're doing okay. You're doing okay. Uh, Mercy says, Donna was my first hurricane in the United States. Used to yearly hurricanes in Cuba. Didn't worry much. Wow, what destruction. Came in one coast of Florida and washed out the Florida Keys to the other side. Yeah, Donna was a bad one. Donna was a bad one, indeed. Yep, 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 yep. Hurricane forecasts are going to be like the presidential primary. Yeah, I know, UConn, right? Well, look, March 1st. Jeremy and I have done March the 1st for years now. Um, so that's what we're going to stick with. March, look, we don't need to go any earlier. You know what I mean? Like March 1st is still three months early. If that's not enough, 
head time. That's enough time for us to put our forecast together, yada, 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 yada. So, like, literally, I've got four systems that are on my forecast. Jeremy has three, so we always have to compare. So there's only one system that I have that Jeremy doesn't have. So it's a question of whether or not that ends up in the final forecast. Those are the reasons why we don't issue them early because we need to go through our due diligence to make sure everything's on the same page. So that's why March the 1st, it's the 16th. It's two, it's little less than uh it's a little less than than, you know, 2 weeks away. Hislin says Blink twice if it's going to be bad for us. Sorry. Sorry. Nicole. Guys, Nicole. It's cycling this weekend. It's going to keep cycling. Nicole. Nicole. I'm sorry. Nancy says, if you're in the greater Daytona Beach area, the United States Air Force Thunderbirds will be practicing tomorrow morning for the Daytona 500 flyover. They will also practice Saturday morning. Very fun. Very fun. Very fun. Tina, I have a nephew coming to visit from Seattle in June. I told him he, he needed to wait until March 1st to decide when in June he was coming. Yeah. We'll have it all published for you. Eric, you okay? All righty. You're with Stella. Good. Uh, Amanda's asking, do I feel it's getting easier to put the forecast together? I don't. I, I think every year... Every year has its own difficulties, really and truly. Every like like for example, okay, you want a preview? I'll show you a preview. For example, this is a look at all the lows. This is a look at all the lows we tracked during the first cycle. Okay? So I had to discern where in there what does that mean for hurricane season? There's your there's your free preview. Lots of lows. And then there's the second cycle we had to track. And then there's the third cycle we had to track. What? He just gave a preview and I missed it? What? There's your preview. <laughs> like, there's a lot that goes into this hurricane forecast. Y'all think it's just like, like, I love when people troll me and they're like, oh, he's just drawing on a map. No, he's not just drawing on a map. There's a lot of research that goes into this. And honestly, I, that that's just one part. If I showed you my Microsoft Excel spreadsheet with like seven different tabs, I mean, literally, you're going to laugh about it. But there's a, there's so much work that goes into this. So, you know, for what it's worth, people. It, it, it is a lot of work. And it, it doesn't get easier. It really doesn't. It's a lot of work. Uh, no, Eduardo, Ian is not coming back. Ian was a part of the old weather pattern. What were you saying, bud? Oh, my gosh. Carol says, I appreciate your research. Of course, it's my pleasure. Yukon says, hit rewind and pause. That's right. That's right. Ah. Uh... You know you're a weather nerd when March 1st is feeling like the Super Bowl of weather. I mean, for me, you know, the hurricane season forecast I put together is truly the biggest project I think I do of the year. There's so much work that goes into it. So much work that goes into it. Truthfully. Truthfully, truthfully. It, it is a, a true labor of love. And I'll tell you... 
if it was easy, everybody would do it. If it was not, you know, if it didn't involve so much work, then everybody would do it, you know? But there you go. Rosebud, I'm going to screenshot that after. Uh, you can. That's part of the research that, that we did. Yeah. How do systems cycle if an area where they are no longer a threat? Jennifer, I guess I don't understand the question. Janice, what conditions cause a tornado? Turning winds with height? Instability? Lift? Yeah, several of those things. Rosebud says, show us the work. I, I, I will. I absolutely will. On March the 1st, you can find it. And and just a reminder, if, if you want to see how we did last year, um, you can. I, I don't I don't hide any of it. If you if you are curious how last year's forecast looked on March the first, you today, just today, you can go to wesh.com forward slash hurricane forecast. Wesh.com forward slash hurricane forecast. Okay? And on that website you can watch the coffee talk from last year and that's good morning everybody good morning it is tuesday march 1st and it is our release day for our 2022 hurricane season forecast i'm meteorologist eric burris i've been working for months on this. okay so that's last year right like that's last year you can go back and you can watch and you can listen to every bit of it wesh dot com forward slash hurricane forecast if you're if you're curious that's okay if you're if you're curious that's totally cool um but what what i what i particularly love is you know skipping around like this was march the first we were discussing a near average season when the rest of the planet was saying hyperactive that's not what we were discussing right jeremy and i were talking about why we got into the methodology, we got into the nerd element of it, we started talking about our hotspots. And guess what? Those hotspots stuck. Those were the spots that had tropical activity. So I just want to make very clear, just want to make very clear, all of this is still there. I've not taken it off. The entire March 1st from last year still published. That was last year. That was last year. But you can still go back and watch just to see. Um, because, I, you know, I want to be as fully transparent as is possible. And, and in case you're curious, you know, talking about full transparency, you saw those hotspots that I showed March the 1st. There's where all the storms went last year. So for what it's worth, yeah, for what it's worth, we, we did it. Every single storm was in a hotspot last year I was telling uh, someone yesterday that um, when it comes to tropical activity 80% 75% that's all I want to do if I can call where and when 75% of the tropical systems go I will be super happy last year 100% of the systems went into our hotspots I don't expect that type of success every year but but that uh you know that should that should that should tell you that there's this is not just random happenstance you know i don't think the east coast missed any hurricane last year 
There weren't many. There weren't many last year. Remember last year we had called for a near-average season, and that's exactly what had happened. So that was last year. March 1st is when this year's forecast comes out. And I always laugh because uh, in talking, you know, I'm kind of, I'm showing some people around the office um, my hurricane forecast, trying to get them to um, spell check it and all of that and, you know, see how how it reads. And they're like, but is it going to be a busy year for, is it going to be a busy year? And I said, well, what do you mean is it going to be a busy year? I've got it right there. And they're like, yeah, but for us, is it going to be a busy year? And it's like, It takes one storm, you know? Vanessa, as you always say, it takes one hurricane for it to be a bad year for those impacted. Stay prepared. Exactly right. That's that's exactly right. Mercy. Wow, Eric, looking at that old video, your new glasses look so good compared to the darker frame. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Grammarly is a lifesaver to, saving, to saying is all. I've never used Grammarly. No, Chris, you did not miss the release. No, 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 no. I was just showing stuff from last year. Uh, and I was just saying simply that last year's forecast is still on uh, wesh.com forward slash hurricane forecast. So if you're interested in it, you can check that out. Yeah. Lisa, love your new cup. I love this cup. Can I just tell you all about this? This is... I, I, this is not a sponsorship, okay? This was a paid-for cup. But this ember thing, my first morning using it, my coffee is so hot. So this is fun. Not sponsored by them, by the way. This is this is a paid-for cup. Thank you, thank you. <sighs> Priscilla, Eric, will we be going into an El Nino pattern? It will be going into an El Nino pattern, yes. Yeah, we will be going into an El Nino, which changes things. Yeah. Oh, I'm geeking out on this heated mug. I've never had one of these before. This is this is wild. So anyway, how you doing, buddy? Good. Yeah, definitely geeking out. All right, so that's all I got, people. March the first. March the first, we put out our. 2023 hurricane season forecast and if you want a refresher on how we were last year um wesh.com forward slash hurricane forecast that's where last year's is and on march the 1st that's where this year's will go but you can re-watch last year's i i thought it was pretty interesting um i re-watched last year's march the first coffee talk and it's just it's just interesting to you know now that we know what it had done it's interesting to listen back to what we were discussing months ahead of time love that so anyway adam and this weather report is sponsored by duncan america runs on duncan yeah wouldn't that be fun to get um a sponsorship and then i could have my own yacht and i'll have a private jet we'll call it the coffee talk cruiser oh well in the meantime i'm still gonna pay for my coffee pay for this you deserve your pilon sponsorship hey it's all good i'd i'd rather do this without sponsorship that way you know that i'm here strictly 
for you because that's the truth. I am here strictly for you. Today is my day off. I have a sick child at home. Um, I am not here because I have to make money. You don't see a sponsorship there. I'd love it. That'd be fun. But I'm telling you right now, I'm here. And yes, even if one day UConn there is a sponsor, I will not do it their way. If anybody ends up doing it that way, um, Coffee Talk is 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 a passion project of mine. So, yeah. Boy, I hope little man stops bombing. All right, listen. Have a great, great Thursday. Be the sunshine in someone else's day. Thank you so much for hanging out for Coffee Talk. I will see you guys and gals at 3.30 this afternoon. We'll check in on some of the models and see how we're doing. All right? Sound good? Sound good? Be good, y'all. Maxine says, thanks for ignoring my question. I asked it a couple of times. I didn't see it, Maxine. I'm scrolling. Let me stop before I wrap this up. Traveling to Atlanta on the 28th, what's the weather going to be like? I I don't forecast for Atlanta, Maxine. I'm sorry. I, now that I've seen it, I, I don't know. I don't forecast for Atlanta, so I apologize. Tony has his Manolfi Learjet. Is that what he has? The Manolfi Learjet? Works for me. All right, y'all. Take care. Bye.